Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Thursday, August 20th. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined with my partner in crime here, Mr. Andrew Hansen. Andrew, are you as happy as I am tonight after this wonderful Dallas Mavericks victory? <laughs> well, that's part of what makes me happy. I'm, I'm happy how the game's played out. We gave out a cash lineup and a GPP lineup on FanDuel for our members. Both of them cashed again. So really, the, that's about all that matters. It is. And the, the bonus fantasy draft one cashed uh, pretty well. And uh, so, you know, across the board, we just smashed it again. Uh, and we did that in both basketball and baseball. So that's even more exciting. So it's been a, a, a fun day and a sports-filled day. I know we're, you know, we had the PGA podcast earlier. We posted uh, all that information. Our, our man Freddie Mills has some great info that, uh, you know, we were able uh, to put some PGA content. So hope, hopefully everybody's set for that. And uh, and then today NBA great action again. Uh, Mavericks coming out though and just dominating from start to finish. Never trailed. Uh, really impressive. I, it was it was great to see. I I mean all of these uh, you know series are amazing. Like look at the Bucks. The Bucks have to win tomorrow. They don't want to go down 0-2. So I mean this is this is exciting basketball. I I think what's happening with the trend that I see a little bit here is this neutral floor is bringing it a little bit more neutral. In other words, you know it's all the teams having to adjust and no crowd and not playing at home. I think what it's doing is neutralizing the field a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of fun. I mean, let the best team win. We don't need to worry about home court advantage, traveling, biased refs, you know, in a certain location. Uh, It's just roll it out there and let's see who's got the most talent right now. Yeah, I mean, and I'll tell you what, the the level of basketball is pretty darn good, considering a lot of these guys, you know, with everybody else, sat out for three and a half, four months. So uh, it's been fantastic. It really has. Um, We're going to dive right into this because we have obviously, like we have every day, is that four game slate with the, the game spread out. And it's fantastic. It makes for extremely fun basketball watching day, no doubt about it. Uh, But I want to real quickly uh, mention our presenting sponsors. It is, excuse me, mybookie.ag. It is the place to go for all of your sports wagering and casino action. And if you uh, go to our website at dfscoachtalk.com or through mybookie.ag and sign up, uh, they will match up to $1,000 in your first deposit. And you need all you need to do is use the promo code Coach Talk, all one word, no space. And also TVG.com, it is where the world goes to watch horse racing and wager on horse racing. Uh, you can go to our website at DFSCoachTalk.com, click on the banner that says risk-free $300 bet, and that's exactly what TVG will back up. Uh, you are a first-time d- depositor and bet $300. Uh, on a horse you lose, they will refund every penny. So give them a whirl. It is a great shot at winning uh, some good money and building a bankroll. All right. If you're watching us on YouTube, as we jump into this, please take a second, 
hit the thumbs up, subscribe, uh, and also click the little uh, clock alarm button there that gives you uh, an alert when we're posting a new podcast. And obviously, you know, like today, you know, we had one go up uh, early evening, mid evening, I should say, with PGA. And now we have this one uh, going up in the middle of the night, basically. But you still want to have that notification when you get up if, you know, you're going to listen on the way to work or, you know, throughout your day. But it is important to us and we really appreciate uh, the fact that you take a minute and hit that thumbs up. Uh, Also, if you're listening to us on uh, the audio version of our podcast, uh, please go to uh, iTunes, five stars and a quick uh, comment on on the the broadcast and you will uh, be put into a drawing at the end of August for a free one month membership to Coach Talk. And we do really appreciate it. We bring these uh, all of these podcasts in front of the paywall free to you here. And uh, it is important for us to, you know, really meet those algorithms with everything uh, and get the likes and the subscribers and, you know, uh, comments. Those things are really going to help us grow. And, you know, our goal is to do this in front of the paywall forever. So uh, but it is important that we get, uh, you know, some growth in uh, people subscribing and, and, and taking that extra step. So I wanted to mention that at the jump. All right, here we go. Uh, We've got four great games. I'm going to go through our little injury list uh, to begin with, just to to touch on a few things uh, so that we can take note when we go over each game. Uh, Lugan Stord from Oklahoma City is still out, and that's a big, big thing for the Thunder because he plays an important role for them. Uh, Jay Crowder, who was disappointing for us when we rostered him the other day, is questionable. So he has an ankle, a sprained ankle, uh, definitely part of the reason maybe he let us down a little bit last time. But uh, that will open up some minutes, so we got to keep a very close eye on that. And guess what? You wouldn't believe it. Anthony Davis is on this list. Oh, Can you believe this? Shocker. It is six straight years. But he and LeBron are both listed as probable. I have no idea why they just even list them. They keep, you know, it's like a joke. Uh, Zach Collins is still out. Uh, he's uh, was diagnosed with a stress reaction to his left ankle and won't be evaluated for another week. So that does change things. Um, you know, I was so fired up this last time because I was calling for the, you know, play Nurkic and Whiteside next to each other, and Stotts actually did it, and it worked. They played really well. So I think that you'll see a lot of that in replace replacement for Collins, and then, you know, your your youngster Gabriel will get some minutes, and, uh, you know, they'll rotate a few other guys. But for right now, it's looking like we're going to get that Nurkic-Whiteside duo, duo, at least in this series, you know, to match up with McGee and Davis. So uh, let's, you know, keep an eye on that one. You know, Rondo made the list. He's actually listed as questionable. I had no idea that he was going to be back until I read this earlier today. Uh, You know, I thought he was done for the bubble, but he's actually been medically cleared uh, with that wrist and is questionable. So again, that changes the rotation of, 
some of the people off the bench like Caruso, waiters, etc. So another thing we have to keep an eye on. Uh, big news will be Victor Oladipo. He's also questionable, uh, and that definitely affects that Indiana rotation. Uh, Michael Carter-Williams remains out uh, for the, the Magic, and Aaron Gordon has been upgraded to questionable. So there's a chance we may get to see him, uh, which could affect Gary Clark and, and James Ennis, some of the guys that have been picking up the slack. So that's sort of the, the look, at least for now, you know, again, uh, early look at it and important tomorrow, follow us throughout the day. Uh, you know, we're, we're doing this really in the middle of the night, basically. But uh, as morning comes around, uh, follow us on Twitter and uh, jump in our Discord with us. Uh, you do that by becoming a member for a week, month, year, whatever you feel comfortable with at DFSCoachTalk.com. And that's where we will continue to post all this information, uh, player news, injuries, the whole nine yards. And then we'll also be supplying 30 minutes before lock uh, a complete FanDuel lineup, a complete uh, fantasy draft lineup, and then our famous coach's clipboard, which gives you a good base uh, of a player pool for DraftKings with a highlighted core. So uh, that is what we're looking forward to. All right. I got to get to you because you're the guy with all the smarts here. You're the Ivy League man, and I'm just a Division II scrap iron, so you know how it goes. <laughs> but you're a coach with experience. Uh, I guess, I guess. Uh, the experience just means you're old, I guess. But uh, <laughs> All right, let's, let's attack this. We're going to go to mybookie.ag for the updated lines. The first game is the Miami Heat and Indiana Pacers, a really interesting series. Uh, both sides don't like each other. We've you know, mentioned that multiple times, but you can see Butler and uh, T.J. Warren, you know, the whole nine yards there. They're not not liking uh, each other whatsoever. Now, here's the big thing I question I have, and then I'll let you di- dissect this. It is by far the lowest total on the board. It's at 215, and the next lowest is 227 of the four games. So my question to you as you break this down, yes, it's a four-point favorite for the Heat, so it's a pretty tight spread, but does that 215 number scare you, and is that going to affect how you roster this game? Well, I think you know we have enough experience with these teams throughout the year to have a sense of, of the pace and the expected scoring total. So I, you know, I don't really need to hear the total to be shying away from it. Of course, we'll just come down to price. I mean, if these, if they made these guys extremely cheap, then, you know, I might, I might want to play more of them. But this isn't a game that I want to stack, uh, for sure. It's, it's more of a one guy here, maybe two guys there. Um, you know, on the Indiana side, certainly everything depends on Oladipo, whether he's in or out. Then all of a sudden, you might look at a, a value play like a T.J. McConnell or uh, one of the Holiday brothers. So we'll wait on that news. Um, Without that news, I'm not ready to play anybody from Indiana because of Miami's defense. And, of course, that's part of the low total that we have. Right. Uh, But I will get some exposure to Miami. Uh, You know, Butler is still still the guy here that I think is a great choice to get a 
50-point fantasy night. You know, he's playing well. He's motivated. Uh, so I'll, I'll go back to him again like we did in game one. And uh, Goran Dragic, uh, you know, he was vastly underpriced at 4.4 on DraftKings in game one. We locked him in. It was a terrific play. And now they've priced him up significantly. All of a sudden they said, okay, well, Goran is starting. Uh, times have changed here. So they've got him up 1,500 to 5,900 on DraftKings. The and now, over, huh? <laughs> well, it's not a party anymore, but it's something to think about. You know, he, yeah. I mean, this is more the, the price that you would get, you know, if you just turn the clock back a year and he's the starter. Um, and you start to think about, well, can he get me – you know, 35 fantasy points. And, and I think he can, so he's going to be in my player pool again. Um, you know, Bam is still a nice price, uh, but I still prefer Butler a little bit. Um, and then we'll wait for the news on Jay Crowder to see if any other value pops up. Yeah. You know, I'm with you. I mean, it's, it's interesting that the price shifts and we said this two days ago, we said, listen each day because everything's going to change so dramatically with guys that are out and the price differentiation. Now, you know, if you look, we'll use DraftKings uh, as an example here. If you look at the highest price guys from this game, you've got TJ Warren at 8,100, which is pretty high. I know he's done fantastic in the bubble, but he's still not 100% either. He's a little dinged up. So that's fairly pricey. Butler's 7,900 and Bam is 7,500. You know, and then you have Brogdon, it's up to 6,900 now. He was another guy that was a value. And Turner right behind him hit with 6,800. So, you know, those prices really worry me in a, in a matchup that I think is going to be, yes, hard fought, but I think it's going to have a defensive tilt to it. So, you know, I have more of a, a, a feeling to go uh, look for a little bit of value here uh, to start out. Uh, and I don't know if this is certainly not as good a value as he was. I mean, he was way down there. But Tyler Hero is playing a pretty big role for the Heat. Now, you know, with Dragic starting, Hero's sort of taken Dragic's role of being the spark plug off the bench. And, you know, he's up to 5,200 on DraftKings, which I remember only play, paying 38 for him uh, not that long ago. But, um, you know... He's he's a spark and his price is good. FanDuel is where I really like him at 4,600. Uh, I think he's just a, a, a shoe-in guy to come off the bench and be a big contributor. He's done it in consecutive games now, and you know they're going to him with that this the rotation that Spolster has been using, and I think he deserves you know a look see. If Oladipo sits, you know then. I think we got to take a look at maybe another value play on the other side, uh, whether it be a, a Justin Holiday uh, or someone of that nature. So I'm not going to go uh, spend bucks on this game when I think it's going to be a, a lockdown game. But I, I would love to be able to squeeze a couple of value plays out of this to set up to be able to roster some big money guys in the other three games. Yeah, the, and the one other thing I'll say is, you know, speaking of DraftKings versus FanDuel, I do agree. I mean, Hero is a wonderful price on FanDuel. You know, the unfortunate thing is Butler also plays, his shoot, plays yeah. shooting guard over there, and James Harden is a shooting guard who I'd like to play. So it'll be a tough decision there, 
But uh, with Dragic, you know, I think I am much more likely to play him on FanDuel also. You know, at 5.9 on DraftKings, I'm feeling a little bit more like a Stars and Scrubs approach over there. And with the, um, you know, the roster format and the pricing on this slate on FanDuel, I think there's a much more of a chance that I'll, I'll fit him into the point guard spot where there aren't a ton of choices. So, um, so Dragic and Hero, for me, both more likely to play on FanDuel. All right. Uh, let's, let's roll on to game two. It is the uh, two, 3.30 game uh, Eastern. I have the, the central uh, times here at 2.30. Uh, it is a great series as well. This is going to be a fun series, I think. Uh, Rockets and Thunder. Rockets are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. And all three of these last games are very, very close, all high totals. This one is 227, 227. Old uh, comedy series I used to watch back in the day. Uh, probably don't remember that, do you? I don't. Yeah. If we have any old-time listeners, they'll remember 227. It was a great show. All right. It. Uh, the question I have for you, Westbrook wasn't even on that injury report. Is he clear? No. He's out. He's not playing? Not playing. Okay. Is What is the time frame for him? Because I have not read anything today about Russell Westbrook. I want to say the last time I saw it was a week or so. Okay. All right. We'll dig into that and find out. But we know he's out tomorrow. He wasn't on that list, though. I wonder why. They're they're messing up. Yeah, he's, he's not on my list here. That's okay. Uh, so I guess, you know, it's. I mean, you know, it doesn't a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. So you don't have to uh, be a blind squirrel to, to roster uh, James Harden here. I mean, with with Westbrook out, yeah, I mean, it's plug and play. The guy just controls the entire game. Um, I think you just have to eat the chalk. He was super high owned in the first game. I'm sure that he will be again in this game and deservedly so. You know, I mean, he's. You know, he's a tough matchup for anybody. I think that he is definitely, uh, you know, the guy that you have to look at. So I guess you start there and and uh, and run with it. So what, what do you got? Yeah, I'm going to start there and run with it. You know, he's really in that Luka category where he went for 37, 11 and three. And he's sort of really on the borderline of, of hitting value. You know, he just has to have a monster game with that price tag. So. You know, in my primary build, I'll have him. I I, I, t- I mentioned the Stars and Scrubs approach on DraftKings because there are a few value guys that I like. Yeah. Um, but I will play a, a lineup or two without him uh, just in case um, because that, I mean, that's about as high as you can get at almost 12,000. So um, after that, number. it is a huge number. After that, um, I, I do like playing Eric Gordon here again. 17 shots as a starter, and he's under 5K on DraftKings where you get the three-point bonus. Yeah. Uh, so so that makes sense to me. In terms of value players for Houston, Jeff Green was excellent, aggressive, uh, kind of doing it all, sort of playing more like Covington. But Covington is just is yeah. out of sorts. He only took six shots. Yeah. Uh, you know, Steve, I don't know what happened to him in this last game. Yeah, strange. You know, Stephen Adams got the best of him, and we had some exposure to Stephen Adams. And yeah, um, I'll, I'll get back. Are you going back to that well? Yeah, I'll go back to that well. Um, I, again, I think it makes more sense on FanDuel 
these mid middle prices just aren't working for me in my primary build on DraftKings. So I like him a little bit more in FanDuel. Uh, and then uh, CP3, I'll go back to him. You know, he's, he's, he got up for this matchup, played well. Shooter and Shea didn't do much, didn't shoot much. Uh, Gallo played well, but I don't I don't trust that he's going to actually pay off value in, in a GPP. So uh, for me, it's it's mostly CP3 and Adams, Harden, Gordon, maybe a little Jeff Green. So, you know, I do like this game. Um, so I'll, I'll get a decent amount of exposure to it. Interesting. You know, th- this is there are some players in this game that are head scratcher for me. I, you know, I think that, again, I'll, I'll make Harden a base play for me. Uh, the guy I'm with you, though, 100 percent. I love the value play of Eric Gordon. He's he's a great player, man. When he's playing well and with confidence, they go to him. I mean, he's a go to veteran in this league that's been around a long time. Uh, I don't this will go back a while, a while. Do you remember when the Pelicans tried to trade Chris Paul? Oh, yeah. Like it was yesterday. They tried to trade him to L.A., and Eric Gordon was the guy that was in that trade, and the commissioner shot it down. So pretty bizarre that it's come back around like this, and here they are battling each other. That was a long time back. Uh, But, you know, Eric Gordon is tough. I love him. I think he's a great play. He'll probably be pretty popular because they didn't raise his price as they should have. Uh, I think he's uh, really a second banana to Harden with Westbrook out. So I, I really like him. Uh, I, I agree with what you said on Covington. I can't figure it out. I thought he'd be really good in this series, but I don't trust him. Uh, all the other guys play a role, and it's just hard for me to go uh, in any of those directions. They're, you know, I, I know they play decent minutes. But I think, you know, I'm going to end my my with two guys from the Houston side Um, on the other side of the ball. You know, I'll tell you what mystifies me is Shea Shea Gilgis Alexander looks awful. I don't know if it's, you know, he's not used to being in this situation. He's never really, you know, been in a playoff run where he's a key guy, but he just looks out of sorts. Uh, You know, I really think. I'm going to consider Adams. I, I you you really touted him last time, and he did take advantage of that non-center aspect for the Rockets. The Rockets are not going to change at all what they're doing. So that means you know if I'm Donovan, I go to Adams in the paint. You know even if Noel you know gives him uh, you know a lot of rest. The only thing that scares me is Nerland's got in foul trouble the last game. And it got actually some extra minutes for Adams on the floor. But again, if, you know, if Donovan is going to use Adams as a key component and strategically in this game, you know, he could go for, you know, 20 and 15. I mean, it's possible. So Adams, I'm going to give a good long look at. Um, But as far as anybody else, you know, I, I was looking this last game. And they sort of did it by committee. It was a little bit of Baisley, you know, a little bit of Ferguson, uh, you know, Gallo and stretches did okay. Uh, But, you know, I just I'm not really high on the way the Thunder are playing and mainly because of Shea. But I think they're a little overmatched here against Houston right now. 
Uh, and certainly Chris Paul, the vendetta against, you know, the not uh, ending things well with the Rockets. That's all there. He's a veteran. He's going to step up. But he is awfully expensive. So, you know, you got to there's got to be some give one way or the other with with what you do here. But he's all the way up to eighty two hundred. And that's you know, he was in the high sixes most of the year. So I'm not going to go there and stretch the money uh, that far, especially with having to pay, you know, these silly prices, eleven seven and eleven eight for Harden. So that's about where I sit on this one. Yeah, I, I hear you. I think Chris Paul is more of a, a secondary lineup for me, not not in the primary build. All right, man, we go on to game three. MyBookie.ag the, uh, has this game, the 6 p.m. Eastern game. Uh, a really intriguing game and an important one for Milwaukee. Uh, the Bucks and Magic and Vegas thinks that that last game was a complete fluke because they have the Bucks a 12.5-point favorite. And this is 227 and a half on the over-under. So what do you think here? Does Milwaukee wake up and lay it to them, or are they just not playing that well? And, uh, you know, will this stay a game? Because that has to do a lot with the minutes played. It does. It does. I, I think they'll wake up and win. Um, you know, it's hard, hard to predict. It's funny that you lose by 12 and then you're favored by 12. Um, but I guess that's it what is. happens when you're when you're the number one seed. Yeah. But um, you know, even if I mean the the players in this game that are most attractive to me are the value plays, and I don't think it's going to matter too much if it stays close because it's the value plays from Orlando, and it just depends on uh, Gordon. If he's out, then I'm interested in Ennis and Clark again. They priced Ennis up to 4K on DraftKings, but if he plays like he did last game, he can still pay off value. And same thing with Gary Clark. They didn't price him up. He's still only 3.3, and he attempted 12 three-pointers last game. That's unbelievable. I mean, what else do you want for a guy that's 3.3 who can also rebound? I I think it's a terrific situation. I'm surprised he's not more expensive. Um, so I hope Gordon doesn't play because I'd like to get Clark back out there. I I mean, I repeat exactly what you say. I mean, if Gordon doesn't play, I don't think you can afford not to play a $3,300 Clark. I mean, 12 three attempts, even if he takes half that, you know, if he takes six threes at 3,300, I mean, you just can't beat it. So I think you're right on the money. I'll tell you the the dilemma I'm going to have, and I, I, I haven't made the decision yet, but you know, Vuk absolutely crushed it for me uh, in that first game. And it's hard not to want to go back to him again. He's 8300 I know that's a little pricey, but it's not ridiculous. Um, you know, I think he's the best center on the slate. I really do. And, I, you know, it becomes difficult with Harden and Vuk. But if I'm going to get, a, you know, a, a lower price Clark and Hero and, you know, some of these guys, maybe, you know, we, we can give that a roll. Uh, I'm leaning towards Vuk again. He's he's so tough, man. He just does it all. He hits threes. You know, he gets it done. And he's there. Go- Without Gordon playing, I, I really feel like I'm forced. I have to play Vukovic. I just, in a cash games, I don't want to give, you know, if he's going to have 55 to 58 fantasy points, 
and I got to try to catch him with an Adams or another center, that's rough in a cash game. So, you know, again, it's the Gordon news that makes a difference. Uh, I am leaning towards Vuk and Clark if Gordon doesn't play. If Gordon does somehow get ruled in, I'll probably shy from both of them, actually. Um, and really, to me, no one else is rosterable. I don't, you know, I, I don't think Fournier's even close to 100%. You have, you know, uh, Fultz and Augustine splitting time at the point, um, you know, and just a different group off the bench. So, you know, it, it all is news dependent on Gordon, but I think, you know, a couple of Orlando guys are playable. Now, you know, I know it's a 12 and a half point spread, and I know Milwaukee's going to come out super focused, but they're just not playing great ball. So, you know, my gut feeling is, you know, I don't think Orlando wins the game, but I think they at least stay within shouting distance most of this game to allow for, you know, for the big minutes. So, uh, you know, that's how I feel on that side. On the Milwaukee side, you know, they're just also priced up. You know, I, I know that Giannis is the best DFS player, like, in the history of the world. Uh, but, you know, the fact that you're going to – if you're going to take Harden, I don't see how on earth you can take Giannis. So you got to sort of make the decision on those two guys. If you do, you're going to be really dumb, dumpster diving to try to fill out a roster. Um, I guess it could be done, but, you know, that's going to be tough. You know, I don't, Giannis is not shooting the ball well from outside, not shooting it well from the line, but he'll still have probably his 65, 70 fantasy points. But you know what? That's only like 6X. I mean, you know, I guess you got to get the exact same thing from Harden or a little more. So you could make an excuse for either one. I mean, if you told me you were going to play one or the other, I I could buy that. It's just with Westbrook being out, it elevates Harden to me in, you know, to a better situation than Giannis. So, you know, it it may, you may need to have Giannis to be on a winning, you know, uh, GPP lineup uh, as your core guy. I don't know, but the other guys, you know, Middleton is expensive, too expensive for me. You know, I don't think Bledsoe is, is is worth his salary either. Uh, Brooke Lopez had a really bad game the last time out, uh, and he's a guy that can definitely score for you. And you know, but you know, we already talked about uh, you know Vuk and Adams. You know, there's you can't really play a bunch of centers now. You know, I will play a lineup uh, on fantasy draft where I put all those big guys in there. So there are some sites. You can play some contests with multiple big guys, but the main, you know, DraftKings and FanDuel, you're, you're going to have to make a decision there. So I don't know why, and it's probably not right. So talk sense into me, but I don't, I might not roster any Milwaukee players. Am I crazy? No, for me, it's, it's some exposure to Giannis. I think he's going to be extra motivated after the loss and he, you know, he might just come out and get 70 fantasy points plus and, he is 500 cheaper than Harden on FanDuel. True. I, I, I'm with you. I don't know how you can get both, but it's a lot closer decision for me. Last time I felt a lot stronger about Harden in game in game one, but yeah. now you know I'm I'm much more open to Giannis on this slate. But other than that on Milwaukee, I don't like much. Uh, you know George Hill. It surprised me that he got 26 minutes and Dante Divincenzo only got 12. Yeah. 
So, uh, you know, George Hill is a value play. You know, if they're going to rely on him in the playoffs as a veteran to step up, guy is just a great shooter, so efficient. So, so I do like him, especially if he's one of these guys, just to fill out your roster. Um, and then one more thing on on Orlando, you know, with Vucevic, I just think it's it's hard to expect that he's going to get 55 fantasy points again. Um, and I know that Adams could bust also, but uh, I guess that's just the way I'm leaning is, you know, cheaper on center so I can get another guy in my line in my lineup like Jimmy Butler. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of different builds. You know, there's no question about it. And, uh, you know, there's there's some big decisions that you have to make for sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this will be a high-scoring game. I hate to to not have exposure on both sides. But, you know, they're playing a lot of guys, too. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. and, and it's hard to really zone in, uh, you know, on anybody but Giannis, really, on that yep. team. I agree. And then that changes your entire build. So, all right, let's see where we go from here. We've got game four. Or no, yeah, this is it. This, this is the is end it. of the line. It is, believe it or not, the Portland Trailblazers and Los Angeles Lakers. And if you remember, I said last time, this line s- sounds fishy. I think Vegas wants you to bet the Lakers because it looks small. And it's still pretty small. It's uh, Lakers by six and a half. And the over-under is 229. So it is the highest. Um, I shied away from this game and was able to hang on and cash, but it, there's nothing more painful <laughs> than watching all these, you know, these buckets and stuff going on when you're trying to desperately hang on points wise. This is just such a great game and, you know, such great players on both sides beyond Dame, AD and LeBron. I mean, this just, this game is wide open. I think, and, and I'm interested to hear your complete take on it, but I just don't know how you don't use multiple guys in this game in this scenario where L.A. has to win and Portland is just red hot. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I'm looking forward to this one because it's going to be great to see how the Lakers respond. You know, you talk about all those great players out on the court and it just felt like more of them were on Portland. You know, they're just a short rotation with a lot of talent. Uh, as Shane and I talked about in the last, last podcast, the Lakers are a little bit disappointing right now outside of LeBron and AD. So, uh, you know, I'd be concerned if I'm a Lakers fan. Um, but what I would be confident in is that LeBron and AD are going to get after it again. And you're infamous, famous for playing those guys together at times. And I think this is a situation where you could you could go back to that well, play them both together, stack this game. Um, you know, the question is then what you do on the Portland side. Do you probably I don't know if you can pay up for Lillard as well. Um, so then it's a question of who else are you going to get from the Portland side. For me, I'm going back to the well with Wenyan Gabriel, uh, assuming he starts again. Um, <laughs> you're not that surprised. <laughs> no, I actually am surprised. Are you to really? Be honest with you, especially with the emergence of this Whiteside Nurkic four-five combo. Well, the thing is, you know, it's a sh- they have a short rotation. Wenyan Gabriel only played 15 minutes, but he had five fouls. You know, he was off to a great start in the first four minutes. But when but you're got- young and inexperienced, 
Yeah. You get stupid files. You make stupid plays. That's part of being young. And that dude is raw as all get out. Now, I'm not yeah. – I don't mean to be, you know, point-counterpoint with you, but it's just – I think that's – I think it is a GPP play all the way. But if you believe in this guy, hey, who am I to argue? You You were the one that supported Michael Porter Jr. I just think this – against the Lakers' front line, in a scenario where you see Stotts may go white side, Nurkic – I, I just find it hard to find a spot for him. But I, well, I support you, and I'll be rooting for him. Well, thanks. Yeah. I mean, he's he's no Michael Porter Jr. in terms of offensive talent. He can shoot. I mean, he is athletic. He can score. I think eventually he'll be a very productive player. And you're right. It's a tough spot for him as a young player. But he can't really do any worse in terms of the fouls and getting into foul trouble. And he's so athletic and talented. If he's just out there, he's going to get some rebounds. He's going to get some dunks. You saw that monster dunk when he did the chin-up. And then yeah. right after that, he got a second foul. And then we barely saw him the rest of the game. So if, it's just one of those situations where it's it's all about the price and the opportunity. And, you know, he's just out there on the court. He's going to accumulate some fantasy points. So, uh, and, and, you know, if you're going to play LeBron, AD, and or Harden, you need – multiple guys like this in the 3k range so you know that's yeah. why it makes sense to me yeah man i i mean i guess really what it comes down to on this card and this this is what we we have to be realistic about you know everybody wants to roster harden everybody wants to roster Giannis, dame ad and lebron well guess what i can't figure out a build to have more than one of those guys in there. So, and I'm just, you know, so I want to be real with our listeners because to me, those six guys are, you know, heads above the guys that have this 75 fantasy point plus potential. But the way that this pricing is done, unless you're really truly going to roll the dice with, with, you know, multiple Gabriels, like four Gabriels, you're going to have to, you know, choose really the best guy and then supplement them with some of those guys that are just the level below them, whether it be the TJ Warrens or Vukovic's or, you know, any of those guys. But it's going to be a really hard build. I, you know, I messed with this quite a while before we came on because usually you can get away with stacking a little bit and getting a couple of value guys and making it work. But they price these guys so high. You know, when you're looking at Harden at 11.7, Lillard at 11, James at 10.9, you know, you're talking about, you know, some big, big numbers. And and those are just the, the point guards. You know, you then you throw in Giannis at 11.3 and Davis at 10.5. You know, it's, it's impossible. So, you know, it's going to be to me, and if you're listening to this, Take note of this. You've got to find the mid-level guys that you can pop in there that are going to get it done for you. And I'm talking about, I'll just throw names out there. These will be the key guys that if Covington bounces back, Drogic, a Carmelo, Steven Adams, you know, a, a Tyler Hero as a, as a play, a Brooke Lopez, you know, all of these kind of guys, even a Chris Middleton and a, a Brogdon fall into that range. And then maybe a bam, that's the high level. But then after that, when you start getting up there with Butler and Paul and TJ Warren, 
And Nurkic, you're you're really not doing yourself much favor in the salary piece. So my advice in this is, you know, choose your one big star, find like three of those guys that can still crush it in the middle level, and then a couple value plays without having to dumpster dive. Because I can tell you right now, I guarantee you this is going to happen. You're going to see people trying to smash these big names in there, and they're going to be filling out their rosters with Gabriel, Ferguson, Clark, McConnell, Noel, you know, Dwight Howard, Macklemore, DiVincenzo. And you know what? All of those guys that I just mentioned could have 10 fantasy points and sink you. So that's all I want. You know, that's my real feel for this card is be careful going stars and scrubs, you know, because even if those guys, a couple of them get you 75, if you have two guys with 10 on the board, you're dead. So just just a thought. Yeah, I, I hear you. And, and I do have a lineup built on DraftKings with two of those stars that you mentioned and a handful of Gabriel's. You know, and the key <laughs> the key to me is going to be the Orlando news. If Gordon is out, then I feel great about this lineup. If he plays, it's back to the drawing board. Probably have to get one of those studs on the bench and get a little bit more balanced. Awesome, man. It, it's a great. It's, I'll tell you, it's intriguing. I think of of the slates thus far in the playoffs. So so far, I think this is the toughest one because of the pricing. And because you feel like, I mean, there's going to be a lot of people that say, I can't not roster Harden or I can't not roster on, you know, Giannis. So I get it. It's just uh, building out that that team is so key. And I'll tell you, that makes all the difference in the world. Like today, we made a lot of money because, you know, some of those mid-level guys, they weren't dumpster dive guys, but guys like, uh, you know, O'Neal that we stuck with, uh, he ended up you know, playing ball today, you know, got almost 40 fantasy points and, and smashed it. So you, you get guys like that, that hit it right. You can do well, but if you, if you're rolling the dice on multiple guys like that, man, you've really, you know, you need to go play the lotto because you got <laughs> the same chances, I think. So who knows, you know, who knows? Somebody will tweet me a, a lineup with a bunch of scrubs that win it and, yeah. and say, see, coach, it could be done. But I more power to you. I hope you can do it. Yeah. Uh, all right, a couple of things. Follow us on Twitter. I'm uh, we can fo- You can follow all of us at, at DFS Coach Talk. I'm at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. He is at Language Olympic. And then we're our man, Sugar Shane, who had some nice wins today. Uh, big props to Sugar Shane and you, Andrew. You guys crushed it today. Uh, Shane is at D-E-T Sports Shane. And then our man, Freddie Mills, if, you, if you're playing golf and you're still awake or you're getting up early in the morning and you hear this, please read Freddie's. He has the best content in golf that I've seen. I'm serious. It's Freddie Mills 7. That's F-R-E-D-D-I-E-M-I-L-L-S 7. Uh, so check us out on there. YouTube, if you're watching this again, I gave a, uh, a big talk early on and, I, and it's important to us. If you're watching us, take that extra second, hit the thumbs up, subscribe, hit the alarm so that you know when we're when our podcast posts. Uh, on Instagram, we're DFS underscore Coach Talk. And if you want to become a member and get all of our access to all of our sports, we don't uh, go with each individual sport. You get the whole 
deal in our main chat with, with the best community uh, in the industry. You go to dfscoachtalk.com and you can uh, sign up for as little as 25 bucks to get the ball rolling for you for the first week. Um, also, our charity of choice here at DFS Coach Talk is mambaon3.org, M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org. A wonderful charity. And also tomorrow we'll be announcing, I'm so excited about it, we're going to do a really special uh, thing on 824, which uh, comes up uh, very soon. Uh, we'll be, you know, that'll come up here uh, at the end of the, the week, so or beginning Monday, so uh, for in honor of Kobe. So we're really excited about that. Um, all right, man, any last words? Can't wait to see how this Wenyan Gabriel plays out. My goal is if we can get a Gabriel bounce back like Royce O'Neal, then we're going to be in good shape. Dude, I you know one thing I'll tell you, man, you've got you've got the set. I'll post the squirrel with the big set on our Discord just <laughs> because you're going with Gabriel. So I'm I'm hoping for you. I really am. Um, I definitely uh, will be rooting. All right, we are set. Uh, we're good to go. I hope everybody crushes it uh, tomorrow. We have MLB uh, that we'll be posting. Our PGA is is already up. And then we'll be back again for uh, the NBA again tomorrow. So thank you so much for giving us the time to spend with us to go over this. Hopefully you find it helpful and you crush some of your lineups on any of the sites you're playing. Uh, remember, you know, my my builds are generally cash builds and Andrew's more of a GPP player. So hopefully you got a good feel for both of them uh, here. So we want to kill it tomorrow. It's good. It's been awesome. NBA has been terrific. Hooray for the Mavericks tonight, crushing one. And uh, we'll, we'll jump back at it tomorrow as we watch NBA basically around the clock. So thanks again for joining us, and we'll join uh, with you again tomorrow as we look to crush it in NBA DFS. <laughs>